Welcome to 54 Live, your live golf. Hey, we might have to change that. Your live golf podcast. I am your host, Digsies, and I am joined by my co-host, Jake, for our first ever emergency podcast. It's 11.05 a.m. Eastern Time, Tuesday, June 6th, and we got some huge news right now. The PGA Tour, Live Golf, DP World Tour are all merging under the same umbrella with a major investment by the Public Investment Fund of Saudi Arabia. And wow, my mind is blown. Jake? When Diggs was texting me about this this morning, I woke I Jake up. What? I woke Jake up. You did. You literally did. I was sitting in bed completely confused. I thought he was pulling a prank again. I thought Diggs was like, you know, hey. It's and not April like, Fool's. It's June 6th. I thought it was for some reason, you know, and this is crazy, guys. Um, we got a letter from Jay Monahan's desk actually this morning that's starting to literally go through. And so we're going to read off parts of this and kind of dissect it. But there's so much to talk about that we literally were just in shock and we still are in shock. We have yeah. no clue what to really think about it long term. It literally came but, out an hour ago. So we don't have all the answers, but we had to get something out there on the airwaves. Why don't you start right. reading off that letter? Well, we at least have the letter and the letter tells us a lot. So it goes... There are many details we work through to develop, develop a definitive agreement, which will ultimately require the PGA Tour Policy Board approval. I know many of you have questions, some additional note, items in the note to meantime. Notably, today's announcement brings about the end to all pending litigation between participating entities and prohibits any further recruitment of PGA Tour, TP World Tour, or Live Golf members. So, basically, all court cases are dissolved and no more... Uh, uh, litigations. Yeah. So you, you Patrick know, Reed's pissed off. Yeah. Patrick Reed's pissed off. And you know why the PGA talked out and did this? Because they wanted them to open the books. Mm-hmm. They're a 5013C a corporation, which means they're non for profit or charity, whatever that means. And yes. they wanted, you know, the Justice Department wanted them to open the books. We, they said no. So they made this deal with, you know, live. And this is clearly um, why this, why this actually came about. So if you're surprised by this coming about, a couple of weeks ago, several of the live players were being uh, basically questioned by the Justice Department in a question with the um, status of it being a monopoly, an antitrust, which you can't do that. You can't do that as an antitrust situation if you are a, well, any, anyway, but you especially can't do it if you're a nonprofit. So this is all happening clearly because the PGA Tour knows that they have violated some severe law- rules. Um, in terms of their tax status, and they don't want to have those books open, as they no. say. And the so crazy this- thing about this all that boggles my mind, seeing all these tweets from the insiders that have, you know, there are in that has a connection to this PGA Tour players. The PGA Tour didn't communicate this to the players at all. They found out on Twitter the same time we did. Some comments, shocked and confused, disgusted. They didn't tell us anything. We're not happy. So pretty much. Well, not not only that, but I mean, it's it's literally. They got the the letter from Jay Monahan the same time that we did. Exactly. Yeah. They should have at least got it yesterday and had 24 hours to digest. But pretty much it's a a tournament. It's a league ran by the players. You had Rory McIlroy stand. If I'm Rory right now, I'm pissed. You know, I'm happy that, you know, 
there's no more, you know, dissension in the world of golf and everything has came together and they're, they're changing the game moving forward. You know, there's no more BS, no more questions he has to answer. He has to be happy about that. But the fact that he was the poster boy, went out there, was the punching boy for the PGA Tour, and now they turned around and did this behind his back, it, it's it's crazy. And Well, and there's more to the letter too, by the way. We got more to this go. letter. Let's hear it. Um, so next bullet point. We will conduct a comprehensive evaluation of live golf and determine how best to integrate team golf into the professional game. The 2023 live golf schedule will continue as planned. So basically they're saying they're going to incorporate it into the PGA tour somehow. That's crazy. What I thought when I saw it was I figured there'd be like a PGA tour, live golf and DP world tour. And then they'd meet up for like the elevated events or the major similar to like, you know, like the NFC and AFC in NFL. And that could be how it works out. Yeah. That could be how it works out. You got um, the live golf with, with the teams and then you got the PGA playing their regular schedule and then all the best players come together for the elevated events. I think that's the way they should do it. And I hope I hope that is. But I also hope there's more freedom to where, like, the live players can go back to the DP World Tour. Uh, so, we have more questions to ask, but we're going to get through this, this. There's more to this letter. All right, keep going. Bullet point three. We will work cooperatively to establish a fair and objective process for any player who desires, desires to reapply for membership with the PGA Tour or the DP World Tour following the completion of the 2023 season, consistent with each tour's policy. This is a complicated endeavor and one that will be guided by the PGA Tour rules and regulations. So the PGA Tour is basically saying we're not going to apologize. We're not going to take things back that we've already taken away, but we will allow you an opportunity to come back. Yeah. Um, Let's sleep and don't fly and right. we're moving forward. So this this makes this creates a path for Matty Wolf to come back to the PGA Tour if he's truly pissed off like he we think he is. Um, however, there's two things that are involved with this that we'll get to in a second that need to happen for this to be truly fair. Um, in addition to the financial investment in the new entity for the equity sale, the PIF will make a financial investment into the premier corporate sponsorship of the PGA Tour. So the PIF, PIF the PIF, which is the Saudi Investment Fund, the public investment fund for the Saudi, Saudi Arabian government. PGA Tour is smoking on that PIF. Are they smoking that piff? They, they are, are smoking <laughs> that piff right now. <laughs> they are gargling it, man. Um, the piff will make additional investment into the new entity that will allow us to build an even more stronger and robust commercial business together. And the piff is committed to be a significant financial support toward causes that impact the game on a global basis. So all this is going down, and then the very end of the letter says, I will be on site at the RBC Canada Canadian Open later today and will invite those in the field to oh, oh, oh. a player meeting at 4 p.m. AKA he's gonna get axed at four at four oh one. He better wear a hockey helmet. He better go, he's in Canada, get some hockey equipment, put on a hockey helmet, bulletproof and vest. Diaper. Yes, because he is gonna get destroyed. Destroyed. Um so Jay Monahan. Congratulations, you are officially the worst commissioner in the history of all sports. As I told everybody he would be a few years back. It's great. He's he's not he's not gonna last long. They're, they're no, he's once, getting fired. Yeah. He's getting fired within five months. Yep. By the time twenty twenty four comes around and they, they fully implement this change and they move forward with all three leagues, there will be somebody else running it. Imagine it's Greg Norman. I doubt it will be. It's gonna be someone that didn't have any involvement in, you know, the PGA tour and Honestly, Liv. I kinda hope that it's Phil Nicholson. 
Oh, that would be amazing. I mean, he would he'd have to retire, yeah. but he's at the point now where I think he understands that he's better as an ambassador yeah. than he is as a player. And honestly, at the end of the day, Phil was right. Phil was right all along. He looks all like along. a genius right now. And what's crazy, think about the PGA Tour players that turned down the money, turned down everything, had to talk bad about Liv, and now they get nothing. Like all well, the they guys, st- they, st- they still gained a lot because of just I know. what Phil Mickelson did, but, but, they, think but they didn't about gain the, what they should have. Think about like fifty million, a hundred million that DJ Bryson Brooks got, and mm-hmm. for what? For literally, it started last year in June. It's June now, so for twelve months. So to not play on the PGA Tour for twelve months, they got all that money. They still got to play their majors, and Brooks won a major, and they're right back right. where they started right now on June sixth. So, so here's another question to ask. So, there's two things that I think need to happen immediately for – there's three things. But the, the most two things that need to happen is Luke Donald should no longer be captain for the Ryder Cup for European. Put Heimrich Stenson back in. He's the captain. That needs to happen. Mm-hmm. I believe that firmly needs to happen. That was wrong of the DP World Tour to strip that of him. So, Luke Donald, I'm sorry. I love you. You not, you didn't do anything wrong. It's just that Heinrich Stenson got, got, got booty fudged. I don't think that's going to happen. Back. What I think it will won't. happen is they'll have Heinrich in 2025, Beth Page Black. Heinrich versus Phil will get a rematch of that please. duel in the – what was it? The duel in the sun? What what course was it? Oh, uh, my gosh. Yeah, okay. I don't know open, off the top of my head. The Open yeah, Championship that uh, yes. about like eight years ago. Okay, I'm cool with that. I'm yeah, cool with we're going to get a rematch of that in Beth Page Black. So, that's cool. Um, Taylor Gooch needs to be given a spot in the in the US Open immediately. Definitely. Definitely. He needs to be he needs to be immediately given an invite to the US Open because if you don't know, remember, um, they they changed the rules on him to fudge him out of that and now all the rules that he violated are no longer valid. Yep. 2016 Open Championship at Royal Troon. Royal Troon. Okay. So, then the other thing that needs to happen is we need to see a retroactive fixing of the OWGR to include past live golf events to edit things correctly, which would probably also send certain other live golfers an invite to the U.S. Open. Honestly, so. if they do that, they might let Gucci in, but if, I don't. It's too much. It's they're too, not going to do that. They're yeah. not going to do that. It's too they little might time. Do, they might do the other stuff, but they won't, they won't do it immediately. You got seven but, uh, days to really get the the field, you know, locked right. in for next week. So, well, and and so I do believe though that Gooch needs to get us is in his invite. Yeah, um, that's yeah. If that doesn't happen, we need to have a serious talk. And especially if somebody drops out, I'm sure they'll invite Gooch. But we also have to say congratulations to um, Sebastian Munoz and Carlos Ortiz. Right? They made and it. David Gal- Pooj and David Pooj the golf's longest day yesterday yes they survived golf's longest day all four members of torque will be present at the u.s open and that just goes back to what we said last week torque is a team to watch they that mean it's we the aces are cool but this is where it's where are they at yeah holy cow uh, guys this is this is so crazy though we we, we had no clue this was going to happen I, I i kind of thought something could happen once we once we heard from Nicholson that he was being talked to the Justice Department about antitrust litigation, because that was really where Liv should have gone in the first place. Uh, they now they had to go through other channels first to basically prove that they couldn't, that the PGA Tour was going to stop them. And the big telltale news that helped out last month, sorry, the big telltale news that we all glanced over, it was from the CEO of Endeavor, I think it was. It was something like that. And he was talking about how he wanted to invest a billion dollars in the into Live last season, but 
refused to simply because the PGA Tour said don't. Endeavor, and, like the guys that own UFC, that endeavor? No, uh, yeah, no, yeah, it, that's correct. It was the people that own UFC and, do, and now UFC. WWE because they just yes. made a deal. And so yeah. they were talking about how they wanted to invest a billion dollars last year into Live Golf. And when that came out last week, that was a piece of news that all of us kind of looked over and said, well, we knew this was happening. But that bit of news, I think, was pivotal to basically swaying the Justice Department um, against against the PGA Tour yeah. if they continue going forward. Because that's a clear violation of antitrust, which is especially a problem if you're a 501c. Yep. And also, another big thing that we need to talk about, the guys that were like so, – like, Let's just say his name, Brandel Chambly, mm-hmm. so against Liv, so against Saudi Arabia, kept bringing well, don't up- Don't forget Paul McGinley. Yeah, uh. kept bringing up 9-11, this, that, and the other. Now he works for Golf Channel, and the only tour that he can cover is a tour that's in bed with the PIF. The PIF, the, the first statement it says in that article is the PIF is going to make a big investment into this new company. So, well, And how about this now? Uh, in the span of a year, the Saudi Arabian government- didn't really have a investment hand in any of the major tours. And now they own them. And now they own all four. Now, it says they're going to be minority owner. Well, sorry, they have an ownership equity or something of that nature in all four. We're talking the PGA Tour, the DP World Tour, Live Live Golf, which they invented, and the Asian Tour. Don't forget the Asian Tour. And it also says in that, uh, that letter that you're reading, I was looking at it. It says in the beginning that the PGA Tour is going to have a, a major, uh, the majority shares of the corporation. So they're going to get the, the, the more board seats than everybody else. But still, PIF is giving them the money to start this new entity. So at the end of the day, and we all know that the PGA Tour was getting money from the PIF for different tours, and the LPGA, of course they were. LPGA Tour was getting money from the PIF. That's not it, it, that that hasn't that's been true for so long. So honestly, someone like Brandel Chambly, if he doesn't step down, he's going to look like a hypocrite. Now, like I said in my tweet, I don't want anybody to lose their livelihood. And at the end of the day, I do enjoy his stuff when he's not talking so negatively and not trying to prove his point. He's a good broadcaster. He's an amazing analyst of the golf swing, but he's going to look like a hypocrite if he comes and says, all right, everything's fine now. He shouldn't be allowed to talk about this anymore. And he's not going to bash it because if he starts bashing it, they're just going to fire him. Right. And and honestly, I don't know what happens with him. Uh, Frankly, if I'm him, I, I get. I'm going I away for a little bit. I put on some red lipstick right now, and I go out there, and I'm, I go on the biggest apology tour of my life. Yep. Or I'm just like taking a you know leave of absence and come back in 2024. You know, that be that honestly would be the smartest thing for him to do. You know what he should do, right? You know what he should do. He what? should show up in Valderrama, and he should sit down with David Ferretti before the event, and he should do like a 15 minute interview with Ferretti on Live Golf Television, and you know, try to make things right. Book a plane ticket, Brandel. Get the Valderrama. So long as you go in there very apologetic, very humbled. And you know Faraday's the perfect guy to make it, you know, alleviate the situation and make it less awkward and put in a well, few he can, jokes. You can't do it with Faltzy because Faltzy will rip him apart. Yes. Faraday's the guy that has to do it. Exactly. Well, our Once job. Once again, our it's job, all David Faraday. Our job got a lot harder. Jake, we're going to be having to put out a lot more content, a lot more podcasts, but I am happy. When I started this podcast and when I brought Jake on in January, 
never in my wildest dreams did I think that we would be, if you know, Live Golf would be affiliated with the PGA Tour. And 12 months later, here we are. And here we are. We are now 54 Live, your world golf podcast. Yes. We're going to be covering everything. You know, we'll, we'll start getting into it, but, you know, Live Golf isn't its own entity anymore, so we need to expand our horizons, which is good for us because, like I said, and Jake said it all along too, we weren't, we were never anti-PGA. If you listen back to every single podcast, I've said it. I love the PGA. I love Live Golf. Why can't everybody get along? Jake said the same thing too. Did we take shots at th- them? Yes. Did I take shots at Live? Yes. I took shot. If anybody deserved a shot, I took that shot. But at the end of the day, we were all about golf and growing the game and wanting to enjoy Live, wanting to enjoy PGA. So it's not that much of a change for us. It really isn't. Um, like I said, we're, we're we were. Our biggest shots that we took were at individual players who made bad comments, or Jay Monahan himself. Exactly. Uh, and then the one week, golf. and the one week where Diggsies was smoking on the hay in the middle of the barn, and I was dissing on Liv. Well, you know, we all have those weeks where we need to. Have but our you guys reaction. got me. You guys got me. You guys put me back in my place, and I saw the light. <laughs> Guys, we hope this has been a nice little conversation yes. for you to kind of get involved and start thinking about this stuff because there's so much to think about. Yeah. What does this mean going forward? And we don't even freaking know. We just wanted to put something out there for you guys to chew on, stew on, and brew on. And now that we're here, it's time for you guys to engage your mind, and we'll talk to you next week. Yes, we'll be back next week with the U.S. Open preview, and I'm sure we'll have a lot more to talk about in regards to this so that does it for this emergency podcast follow us on apple podcast spotify twitter at 54 live pod especially follow us on twitter now because there's going to be a lot of stuff a lot of news that's coming out this week and uh for jake i'm digsies see you guys later peace